Hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Bible Backdrop, where we discuss the history and culture surrounding the Bible. Today's topic is on the Sanhedrin, the judicial body in Israel. Most of us are familiar with this council from the Gospels and the Book of Acts, but we don't get much detail. Like the Pharisees and Sadducees that were members, the council seems to appear out of nowhere. And for good reason. The beginning of this council is shrouded in mystery. Let's start with what we do know. The name Sanhedrin comes from the Greek word synedrion, which literally means sitting together. There was a great Sanhedrin, which had 71 members, and lesser Sanhedrins that had 23 members. We'll get into the differences a little later. There is speculation that the great Sanhedrin was based on the model God gave to Moses in Numbers 11, 16-17. Quote, The Lord therefore said to Moses, Gather for me seventy men from the elders of Israel, who you know to be elders of the people and their officers, and bring them to the tent of meeting, and let them take their stand there with you. Then I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take of the Spirit who is upon you, and will put him upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with you, so that you will not bear it alone. End quote. In this case, we see God setting apart seventy people plus Moses, which is how the great Sanhedrin came up with seventy-one members. The greatest judge was called the Nazi, which is the Hebrew word for prince. The second greatest judge was called Avbeddin, which translates to patron of the court. These two would sit at the front of the room with the Avbeddin to the right of the Nasi, and facing the remaining 69, who would sit in a semicircle around the two. They would be arranged by stature and age. The greater the judge, the closer they would be to the Nasi. During New Testament times, the great Sanhedrin met in the Chamber of Hewn Stones in the temple. Since the temple was destroyed by the Romans, it is hard to find archaeological evidence of its location. The Talmud declares that it was built into the north wall of the temple, half inside and half outside. It included doors into the temple and to the outside. As I said earlier, the story of the Sanhedrin is mostly a mystery. There is no mention of this council in the Old Testament. The only verse that mentions anything about the judicial system in Israel is Deuteronomy 16.18. Quote, You shall appoint judges and officers in all your towns which the Lord your God is giving you, according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with righteous judgment. End quote. This seems very broad and lacks any structure. During the monarchy, the king and his advisors sat in judgment, as we see in 2 Samuel 15. Here, Absalom takes the opportunity to provide justice to people seeking it from the king and turns the hearts of Israel to him. This leads to a revolt and David being run out of Jerusalem. Another theory is that the Great Sanhedrin was formed during the Hasmonean period. If you remember in the episode on Pharisees and Sadducees, the Hasmonean dynasty was formed when Judas Maccabee rose up against Antiochus Epiphanes and reestablished the nation of Israel. This would dovetail nicely since there was probably a need for a judicial system and coincides with the rise of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Having deeply studied the Torah, they would have modeled their judicial system after it. One more theory points to 2 Chronicles 19.8, where King Jehoshaphat appointed, quote, Levites, priests, and elders, end quote, to sit in judgment. Either way, by the time we meet the Sanhedrin in the Gospels, they have been around for at least 200 years, maybe longer. By this point, they are considered the highest court in the land. Their responsibilities included dealing with religious and temple matters, criminal cases, especially capital cases, proceedings in connection with the discovery of a corpse, trial of adulterous wives, 
preparation of Torah scrolls for the king and the temple, drawing up the calendar, and issues relating to ritualistic law. The great Sanhedrin was the only body able to pass judgment on the high priest, the head of a tribe, or if the Nazi was accused of a crime. Other cases included uttering a false prophecy, rebellious teaching of an elder, and subversion of a whole tribe or town. They did not meet at night, on the Sabbath, or during festivals or festival eves. It seems like they broke at least two of these traditions, meeting at night and on the eve of a festival, when they arrested and convicted Jesus. Until 30 AD, they had the power to render executions. Like in other places where they ruled, the Romans took this power away from them and kept it for themselves. This is why, when Jesus is convicted, he is sent to Herod and then to Pilate for execution. Besides the Great Sanhedrin, there were also lesser courts of 23 judges. This was the minimum amount of judges necessary to hold a capital case. There were two that met at the temple, one in the courtyard and one at the temple mount. There was also one in every sizable city. This may explain why nobody on the council who knew Jesus, such as Nicodemus, spoke up for him. If he was brought before a lesser Sanhedrin, they may not have been involved in the trial and didn't know about it until the next day. Below the courts of 23, there were also smaller courts of three judges that handled civil or petty criminal cases. They could not handle any case that may evolve into a capital case. The Sanhedrin could not initiate an arrest, another tradition they broke with Jesus' trial. During a proceeding, there were no attorneys. The accuser would state the offense in the presence of the accused, and the accused could bring in the witnesses of defense. Members would question the accuser, the accused, and the witnesses. While the great Sanhedrin was the Supreme Court, people could not always appeal their case to them. If a smaller court, or the Court of 23, had trouble with the case, they could refer it to the 71. The judges in the court system had to show seven qualities. Wisdom, humility, awe of heaven, a loathing of money, a love for truth, the love of the people at large, and a good reputation. To be a part of the greater councils, either the 23 or the 71, a judge had to also achieve a distinction in the knowledge of Torah and possess other intellectual disciplines such as medicine, math, astronomy, or the teachings of idolatry in order to judge cases in those fields. This ensured that knowledge was spread throughout the body so you had ready experts. As we look at the Sanhedrin presented to us in the Gospels, we see a very powerful and likely a corrupt council. Herod in Rome wielded a large amount of influence with the council, including choosing its members. The body was split between Pharisees and Sadducees, with the majority probably being Sadducees, since they were the aristocratic and most compliant with Roman rule. They wielded arbitrary power over the populace, who was deathly afraid of them. We see this in John 9, when Jesus heals a blind man on the Sabbath. The parents of the man are brought in and questioned. They pass the buck to their son, who they claim is of age, as they don't want to incur the wrath of the council and be put out of worshipping at the synagogue or the temple. So to review, the Sanhedrin was the group of councils that formed the judicial system in Israel. The great Sanhedrin was made up of 71 members. The greatest judge was called the Nasi, and the second greatest was called the Abed Din. There were lesser courts of 23 judges, which was the minimum to try a capital case. Then there were the smaller courts with three judges that tried civil and small criminal matters. The founding of the Sanhedrin is wrapped in mystery as there is no mention of it in the Old Testament. 
Some theories believe that it was started during the Hasmonean dynasty, while others believe it may have been during an earlier time. Some claim that it started back in Numbers 11:16 through 17. By the time of the New Testament, the council has been around for 200 years or more. They wielded a lot of power in the nation and were feared by the populace for their ability to remove people from worship in the synagogue or the temple. When Jesus was arrested and tried, it appears they broke several traditions, including initiating an arrest, meeting at night, and meeting on the eve of the festival. On that note, I think we'll wrap up this conversation on the Sanhedrin. If you're enjoying Bible Backdrop, please leave a five-star rating and review. To get in touch with the show, you can email me at biblebackdrop at gmail.com. Word of mouth is still the best way for this podcast to spread, so tell a friend and have them subscribe. Thank you, and have a great week.